Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome back. So, I'd like for you to think about this idea. The idea is this, that Satan wins when you think you're all alone. Satan wins when you think you're all alone. Now, this isn't a trap. And it's a very effective trap that occurs both to believers and non-believers. And this trap of loneliness, it's, it's a powerful one. Uh, in many circles, many circles, people don't fear getting old. They, get, they fear being alone. And there are situations where people say, well, I'm not scared to die. I'm scared to die alone. And here's the thing. If you have Jesus in your life, you're never, ever alone. Now, there have been Christians who have lost track of that. And there are Christians that have actually ended their lives because... They lost track of that. So when I say this is a very powerful tool for evil, for Satan, the opposer, the adversary, that's what Satan means in Hebrew, the adversary. It's no joke. Because with that feeling or that thought of loneliness comes despair. And despair is a violation against the love of God. Because at that point, basically you're saying, Hey, you know, uh, I just don't think God cares anymore. Now, feeling that way, our emotions are going to take us places. All right. So, is it a sin to feel that way? No. Is it a sin? Uh, is it a sin to stay that way and to act like it's true? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To give into it is. Why is that? Because Jesus never, ever leaves us. So, here's some thoughts. First of all, you need to know that even powerful men of God have felt this way. That they're by themselves, they're alone. Elijah, when he had his huge battle against the prophets of Baal, basically, uh, 
I mean, he won. I mean, well, I say he won, but God won. God showed him, showed everybody. Look, I'm here. This is it. But then there's a there's a there's a passage after that where Elijah is basically telling God, you know, oh, you know, woe is me. You know, I'm I'm all by myself. You know, I'm the last one. I'm the last one, God. And that's when uh, God says, well, no, 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 that, that, that's not how that's working. Because I've kept so many priests who have never bent their knee to Baal for me, kept them alive. So the thing is, we feel it alone because we don't always see what God is doing behind the scenes. Another thought is Jonah. Jonah, uh, if you look at the prophet Jonah toward the end of the book, uh, after he's finished preaching in Nineveh and all the Ninevites went into revival and turned to God, he's just hacked. He's just upset. And so he just, you know, goes and sits himself down and then... uh, and just kind of goes into that, oh, woe is me, I'm by myself, kind of, I want to die kind of thing. And basically, that's what he pretty much tells tells God. He's like, God, I just wish you'd kill me. You know, I'm so miserable. And finally, God snaps him out of it. Maybe a little different situation there than with Elijah. But the thing is, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, this is a fantastic chapter, by the way. I mean, there's like umpteen memory verses in this one chapter. But 5 says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus will says he will never leave you or forsake you if you belong to him. I mean, never. I get the lonely thoughts that come. I get that. Uh, believe me, uh, when I had... Uh, radiation therapy for some cancer I had I was very lonely because no one could come within X number of feet of me because I was radioactive I think I've shared that on prior podcasts and you get to think all by yourself that's lonely you know and I've been places barren deserted places driving for hours in the middle of nowhere when no one else is around. I get the lonely. But you can't think or or turn yourself over to, I'm just all by myself. I'm alone in this world. You're not. That's part of the reason why. That's why God created male and female, right? So they could be one 
but not just one physically, one mentally. And and you know you're and 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 here and get this, Jesus said, "Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them." So if you have two people, two believers, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, what have you, two believers. Jesus is there with them. Guess what? That's three people. Now, that doesn't mean that he's not with you if you're by yourself. Because what is it? You know, again, going back to Hebrews, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he's there. The Spirit's there with you. The Spirit is inside. He's always with us. But that's why there's the church. You have to have community. Community. The despair that comes is when we give in to the idea that we are all by ourselves. And Satan wins when we think that way. Satan wins when we think we're all by ourselves. So, how do you uh, how do you keep from succumbing to the loneliness or loneliness? Sometimes it has to do with just reaching out. Reaching out to people around you. Reaching out to neighbors. Reaching out to the needy. Doing volunteer work. If you do volunteer work at a food shelter or a soup kitchen or something of that nature... And you see how ministering to other people absolutely just revitalizes you. Get into a church. Get into a relationship with someone who's a believer. This is something that non-believers can't grasp and it's not it's not oh they're stupid it's not it that's that's that has nothing to do it's not mental thing it's that lost people who don't have the lord don't have jesus understand what total lonely is <laughs> because they don't have the spirit with them they don't have jesus with them all the time yes god is everywhere i understand that you know the omnipresence of god but here's the issue if you don't recognize the company then they're not really there for you that's why some people say they can be alone in a crowd well why because they haven't connected to anyone And the church, a local church, a local healthy congregation should be a place for connection. And especially Bible study. Because Bible study with other people has that iron sharpening iron kind of thing going on. You learn more from other people because, because they can show you where they are, and maybe they can share you, with you something you don't know. 
And you can do the other, you know, do the same for them. In a Bible study group, hopefully that's that's an interaction. And then you grow that way. That's why people who say they are a non-practicing Christian makes no sense to me. I mean, it, it, it just... And that's uh, the the term is oxymoron. It's it's something. You, it's two things saying that the same thing. You know, um, like I'm a soldier civilian. Well, you can't be a soldier civilian necessarily. I mean, you're either in an army or you're not an army. If you're not in the army, you're in the civilian. But that may be a bad analogy. But I'm just saying, you know, um, you either are or you're not. So a a non-practicing Christian, you cannot be non-Jesus believer. <laughs> you know, I'm a non-practicing Christian. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means uh, I just don't practice. Well, well, here's the thing. Jesus said, if you're not practicing, then do you really have something? Is there a relationship there? So... That is... Why it's super important, and and the reason I mention them is because a lot of non-practicing Christians do not go to church. Well, here's another thing: believers go to church to be with each other. It's important. So, with that kind of thought process, just think in terms of people you know. Because sometimes reaching out is a super, super good way to take the alone out of you and turn the and turn the I into we. You know, I've heard this old, old preachers used to say this that the problem with sin is people get eye trouble because sin has an eye in it, and I is about me, and if it's about you, then all of your thoughts and everything's internal, right? And you got your eyes on you, then you become a little island, right? And that's not good. Whereas. If you get rid of the sin, get rid of the eye trouble, then you look at we. You know, and then you've heard, oh, there's no I in team. <laughs> okay. But here's here's the thing. Getting back to the main idea. Satan wants you to think you're by yourself, alone, isolated, and you're not. There is nowhere on the planet you can go, nowhere in the universe you can go, that God isn't there already. And if you know Jesus, Jesus is right there with you. There have been prisoners of war who have said, that is a main idea that kept me going through my my incarceration. There have been people put in jail in total isolation, who have pushed through with the knowledge that Jesus is there with them.
we are never, ever alone. And that is a good thing. Because he's there to help. He's there to help. He's not there to, to, to poke you and you know anytime you know see if he can trip you up. That's that's what Satan's doing. That's his job full time. The Lord's focus is for you to grow and to have life and have it abundantly. That's what it says, abundantly. That means, in fact, in, in one verse it says, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Which basically means it's just flowing out so fast you can't, you can't deal with it. That's the way God wants you to have life. But you can't do that if you don't acknowledge Him. Because once again, you can be alone in a crowd, right? If you don't acknowledge anybody. But God's work on the presence, practicing the presence of God. I think Andrew Murray has a book on that, Practicing the Presence of God. You'll be amazed. And prayer, by the way, is a really good way to do that. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you to Thank you for keep on to keeping this edition on. Of Speak it on. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.